Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We are going to continue. I think this is probably one of the first times we've actually done a program, and in the middle of it, we had to just, <laughs> like 48 minutes, you know, too long. So we, we just cut it off, and we're going to continue it today. And then I'm going to bring you some other information uh, also. This is all coming from a lady by the name of Vicki Goforth Parnell. Now, let me just say, she has lots of videos on her site, and I'm going to send you to her site. I have not watched all of the videos, and I cannot verify or vouch for everything on her website any more than you haven't watched anything. Everything on our website can't verify everything on our website or vouch for it either. Uh, but at least the things that I'm covering, at least to me, based upon the information up to this point, appear to be God. So let me continue with her dream. Now, if you haven't heard it, I recommend you go back and listen to it in yesterday's program. So we're going to pick it up. We're about three-fourths, maybe four-fifths away through. We're going to pick it up from there. So she said, I understand, Jesus. I said, sadly. Am I finished now, Jesus? Is this all you wanted me to see? I asked a little wearily. He smiled at me tenderly and said softly, No, daughter, there is more. I've been showing you these things to come over the course of these past few weeks. You must needs see the rest. Now, let me just say, just like the Coverstone dreams, those are warnings. This is a warning. This is a call to prayer. If we don't pray, then these things come. Even in one of the dreams of Michael Boldea, where Demetri came to him in the dream and said, if my people will pray once more, I would delay the season of sorrow that is yet to come upon America. So let me tell you the wrong attitude. If we are, let's say, marking it down and checking it twice to see if it comes to pass, that's the wrong attitude. I think we need to be marking it down and praying that it doesn't come to pass. And then we need to rejoice because our prayers have been answered. So I'm not trying to say, and I don't think she is, and I don't think Coverstone are saying that this is a prophecy absolutely guaranteed to come to pass. Now, the problem is <sighs> most of the things from Demetri Dudeman are not warnings. Most of those are this is coming. Those are prophecies. And just like, I mean, okay, so America is the mystery of Babylon. How are you going to get Revelation 18, uh, Isaiah 30, uh, Revelation 18, uh, uh, Jeremiah 50, 51, Isaiah 13, 21, and 47, six chapters in the Bible. How are you going to explain if those didn't come to pass? So those things are coming to pass, but I don't think we ought to give up. I think we still need to pray. We still need to fast, and we still need to call upon Jesus to give America more time. We're praying that God will give America 40 more years. May not do it, but at least we certainly need to pray. If we don't pray, then these things will come to pass. That's why all of a sudden we see so many of these dreams and visions. Like, you know, I've, I've been doing this 40 years, studying prophecy, 40 years, teaching it 30 years, doing a radio, sometimes TV program on it for 28 years. I've never seen, I've never seen the dreams and the visions and the angel visits so much like they are right now. Matter of fact, before Y2K, back 1999, z zero, none, zip, nada. We weren't getting any dreams and visions about the end time. We didn't know that these kind of, that they would ramp up like this, but now we see. So this is all saying, this is real serious. The end is real close. These things are coming unless 
but we can do the unless, okay, unless we pray. We've got to fast, we've got to pray. The prayers of a righteous man availeth much. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will, it'll be given. Wherever two or more agree is touching in one thing, it'll be given them. We've got to stand on those promises. So this is said not to say it's coming. It's saying it's coming, guaranteed, if you don't pray. But I've, matter of fact, uh, here it is. I'm recording this, uh, 7.48 p.m. on 3.28 or 20.22. And I'm very happy to report the gray skies and the military thing that Coverstone talked about that would be coming in March of 2022. Very happy to say, at least up to this point, it has not come. Again, we don't want it to come. We, we watch for it, but we don't, the only thing we want to come is Jesus. Okay. We want to be an eternity. We want to live with him. But most of the rest of the stuff, the bad stuff, we don't see that come. We, we have to pray against it. And so when it doesn't come to pass, we're happy. Okay. That means our prayers are answered. But if we're not praying and it comes to pass, then the blood's on our head. Remember Ezekiel 33, 6. If you pray and you see, if you see the sword come, you don't see, if you don't pray, and those things come, then the blood is on your head. So these things that she's saying, we still, I mean, I'm praying every, almost every night against Moloch and ball worshipers and, and against the, the, the giants and all of these wicked things, the suitcase nukes every, every day. Do, Lord, don't let those suitcase nukes go off. Matter of fact, I've changed my prayer on that. I've been saying, don't let them go off, cause them to be found and moved into the underground Moloch and Ball worshiping areas, destroying their high technology, their earthquake machines, their time machines, their cloning machines, all of the evil technology that they've got they're using against men, in Jesus' name. By the way, put on the full army of God, the angels ran about you and plead the blood of Jesus. So if, before you pray like that, or the devil will find a hole and he will come in and kill, steal, and destroy. Let's go on. I understand Jesus, I said sadly. Am I finished now, Jesus? Is this all you wanted me to see? I asked very wearily. He smiled at me tenderly and said softly, No, daughter, there is more. I've been showing you these things to come over the course of these past few weeks. You must need see the rest. Okay, sweet Jesus, I said hesitantly. But I really don't know what could possibly be left. Then watch, daughter of faith, he said. Then there appeared before me a giant theater-style movie screen. I was drawn to look at the screen and the scenes before me started like a movie. The title said, Sometime after Antichrist has desecrated the temple, that happens in the middle of the tribulation, sometime after the Antichrist has desecrated the temple, the two holy witnesses of God have already been killed prior to this, meaning they are killed right near the end. I mean, very, very close to the end. I would even say the last few days, maybe even the last few weeks, in my opinion. Antichrist desecrated the temple. The two holy witnesses of God have already been killed prior to this and the unmerciful hunting down of the remaining remnant of God. Whoa, I thought to myself, this can't be good, and I feel it's going to be worse than what we've already seen before. I was right. Now, I hadn't planned on this, but I'm going to pull it up, and I'm about to show you how I think this all plays out in my chart, which I put out in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Let's go on, though. I'm floating over a map, once again, of what was supposed to be America, the United States. The landform is divided in half, but it could have been before 
but the white-like cloud coverage may have prevented me from seeing it clearly. Well, we know when the land is divided. When we divide Israel, then God divides us, so says several of the prophets. So, you know, she's probably not privy to that information, but we understand when that's happened. All right, let's go on. But what I know definitely, her outline shape is not as before. As I'm looking at the map, I began to speeding downward, then stopping at different locations. I see utter and complete desolation. There is no form of life at all. The land is reminding me of a refuge heap, and I began crying, sobbing and weeping all at the same time. No, no, Jesus, please no, I wailed out loud. Daughter of faith, your nation's people were warned. Well, you know, I'm not the only one who's been warning people now for 32 years since I heard Demetri Dudeman's warning. So, And by the way, how's that gone? Has America accepted the warning? I would say absolutely not. Uh, Prophecy Club has learned to live off of fumes. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times uh, we almost didn't make it. Uh, because, which by the way, I guess I should say, Prophecy Club survives because your gifts and your donations, not because of books and things like that. Okay. So you and your prayers and your gifts and donations will keep us going. But if the message had been received, well, Prophecy Club would be, well, probably one of the largest ministries in America and on radio and TV, all at every place. But see, People in America don't like hearing the negative things. And I might add, the pastors don't like telling them. So it's kind of like, uh, don't ask, don't tell, right? Okay, let's go on. No, no, Jesus, please, no, I wailed out loud. Daughter of faith, your nation's people were warned. Your future pretold in my holy scriptures in various places. Like is written in Revelation chapters 17 and 18, it mentions in Jeremiah chapter 51. Your nation of America is Babylon. Written about in my scriptures, and no matter how many people try to declare it otherwise, my holy word shall stand firm and true. Because I am truth, and I am the word in the flesh form. Daughter of faith, you must continue to look, to watch. I must, Jesus. Or must I, Jesus? I asked in a trembling voice. I felt his arm around my shoulder, and he pulled me into his arms and hugged me. As he did, I felt the pain in my heart lessen to a bearable dull throb as I continued to now weep softly. After a little while, for he did not rush me, I dried my eyes with the sleeve of my shirt, and he slowly released me from the hug. I felt his strength had entered me while he was holding me and felt that now, yes, I can continue watching the future things still come to pass. I looked back at the movie screen, and suddenly the whole picture screen filled with massive armies, of all types filling this huge area. I can tell there's about to be some huge, kind of huge battle here. All of a sudden, I sense something in the sky. Now, I believe that this is Armageddon. I sense something in the sky, so I looked up. There on the most magnificent white horse that I ever saw was my lovely Jesus. He was dressed in scarlet with a beautiful sword scabbard upon his thigh that had inscribed words in upon it words, which I could somehow read that said, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is the final feast of trumpets. This is the coming of Ezekiel 38 and 39. This is the return of Jesus at the very end of the tribulation. His hair was snowy white with a regal crown that appeared to be made of many crowns upon his head. But it's his face that caught my attention. I'd never seen the fire in his eyes shine so brightly. Well, let me just tell you, that's called the morning star. And let me briefly give you an overview of what happens. 
when he returns, time stands still and eternity enters into time and it forces time to roll back. That's the reason it says the heaven rolls back like a scroll. And he returns on a white horse along with two angels that have the two sharp sickles and along with the armies in heaven and us. I plan to be there as well as you. We're riding white horses. We've just come from the marriage supper of the Lamb that started on Pentecost about four months before. And then when he returns, he blows with the breath of his nostrils. He brandishes his sword. He uses the light sword. He blows, and that glory, remember, he returns, with the, he returns in all power and glory. That glory, which is called the morning star, remember, Revelation says, and he that endureth to the end, the same will I give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a the rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter, they shall be broken to shivers. And I will give him the morning star. I want the morning star. So as he blows that morning star down, it goes all the way to the center of the earth. It sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. The hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The hills melt like water running down a steep place. And as that glory hits anything of sin, being it man or, or devil, with exception of the beast and the false prophet, they fall, or the tares, all of the tares fall to the random pile of ashes and bones, destroying both body and soul. As it hits us, out of our belly flows rivers of living water, and just that quick, faster than a blink, blink of an eye, we get all of our mantles, our crowns, our glorified body. We get a light body, and all sin is all removed. That's when we get all of our rewards. Remember, he said, my reward is with me. Now, that's when he arises, shake the earth terribly, and it shakes for 10 days. 10 days later is the great white throne, and perhaps I can explain that here in just a minute if I, if I can get to that. But that's more complicated. Let's continue with this. They had appearances of blue flame that I knew burned with righteousness and holiness, but the look on his face was one of power, one that said, no more. Now it's my time to take care of this business once and for all. Then the sky expanded further like a scroll being folded backwards, and there appeared a heavenly army behind my lovely Jesus. I saw the armies below preparing for battle, and just as I heard the word, fire, all over the battlefield, the scene changed again. I'm looking upward in the sky, where I am, and I don't know, but I feel as possibly after Jesus ruled on the earth for a thousand years. No, she misunderstands here, bless her heart. Again, she needs to get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Because actually this happens, well, here, let me read it. Uh, and I was here, and I say, uh, this is because I'm seeing a, a humongous, giant, golden city coming down out of the sky. Actually, uh, I'll, I'll go to that chart here in just a second. But the, the, the golden city comes down on tabernacles. I'll explain in just a second. Then I realize I'm not alone. I feel my J Jesus' holy presence beside me. I hear him whisper to me softly, daughter of faith, of faith and grace, I told you it would all be worth it. And then I woke. And then she goes on to give gifts or to give verses. Okay, I didn't plan to do it this way, but let me explain, first of all, a brief overview, because I know we've got a lot of new people that have not heard me explain this chart. And so where's the chart come from? Here's the simple answer. So back in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I didn't think anything special was going to happen, but something special did start happening. I started getting revelations. I mean, wisdom just jumped into my brain. Even though I'd been teaching prophecy for 40 years, all of a sudden I was seeing deeper. I was getting, well, revelations. 
I got 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice. And the audible voice said, the seven seals play over seven years, the seven trumpets play over seven months, and the seven vials play over seven days. Specifically, he showed me a secret door, one word. The word is first fruits. And that's found in Leviticus 23.10 and Revelation 14.4. And when this one word, secret door, this one word, first fruits, is linked, it is a secret door that links the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. Now, the reason this seems complicated for so many people is because they don't live the feasts. They don't understand the feasts. They've never seen this before. So consequently, I seldom even talk on it anymore because people's eyes just glaze over. They, they can't follow it. The more you know the feasts, the more excited you get about what I'm going to show you here. But I'm going to give you a brief overview in an effort to show you when the things she's talking about take place. So first of all, let me show you where we're going. I believe that America falls on or about right in here. Now, where is this? This is about the six-and-a-half-year mark into the seven-year tribulation. So without going into too much detail, of course, we know that Jesus fulfilled Passover, and then there was unleavened bread and the first fruits. Okay, so the next time Jesus returns, he returns on first fruits. He resurrects 144. I can't explain all of this right now again. As a matter of fact, it's too deep. Get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. He resurrects 144 one-year-old Jewish boys, and when he does, Jesus and those boys walk around for 50 days exactly all over Mount Zion and probably all over Jerusalem, maybe even all over Israel, probably doing their best to try to convince the Jews to receive Jesus because it is their last chance. Then, 50 days later on Pentecost, those people washed in the blood, alive or dead, are then taken to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I wouldn't call it a rapture, because at this point, most Christians are already dead. I mean, they've had three and a half years to run from the beast, and he sent all of the people that have the mark of the beast, which unfortunately is most of the world, out to find them. And so at this point, most Christians, sorry to say, uh, have been killed. That is, if you love the world, it's sorry, but if you want to serve the Lord, then it's good news, because you're going to get the very best rewards. Um, I mean, he that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end. Remember I said that also. He that overcometh, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. He shall go no more out. I write upon him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem. I write upon him the name uh, of of my new name. So there's a lot of big blessings for those people that are overcomers. Okay, so let's back to this. On Pentecost, this is when we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. At the marriage supper of the Lamb is not about us. We only get a wedding garment, and Jesus comes forth and serves us. He is brought before the ancient days. He's given a dominion, kingdom, and glory. And his dominion is an everlasting kingdom, and his, his dominion is an everlasting dominion. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. This is when he has changed from lion, excuse me, I keep messing this up, from lamb to lion, and changes from prince to become king of kings and lord of lords. He has given a vesture dipped in his own blood and many crowns, and then we eat, we are served by him. For about four years, after about four months, then four months later, on the seventh trumpet at grape harvest or Armageddon, Jesus as the lion with us, the barley is the Jews, the wheat is the Christians, those washed in the blood, 
Then we return with him on white horses, and this is the judgment seat of Christ. It happens in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. It happens in less than 24 hours, Isaiah seventeen fourteen. So this is when we get all of our rewards. Now I'm going to skip the nations. That's too complicated. Then 10 days later, the earth shakes for 10 days. This is when every mountain falls, every valley fills in, there's no more sea. Then the great white throne takes place 10 days later. Jesus is the judge there too. This is a judgment by books, a judgment by works. The only people that report here are the dead. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, another book was open, and all of that sort of stuff. So then five days later is out here's tabernacles. This is when the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven. This is what she's talking about. Now, if you read Revelation casually, and frankly, before I started getting these revelations, I did, and I misunderstood it too. If you read it casually, you would think that the great white throne takes place at the end of the millennium. Wrong. It does not. Uh, again, in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, I explain all that. Go to prophecyclub.com. There's a wonderful gift offer up there. You can get 40 books. Uh, five different books, uh, several sets of them, all for a hundred bucks. That's the best deal. But at least you can get Secret Door. I think you get five of them for thirty-five dollars or something like that. Prophecyclub.com. Now, let me show you where I think she's talking about. In my opinion, I think that the fall of America is on or before or just before the marriage supper of the Lamb. Understanding at this time, most Christians are pretty much dead. If your goal is to try to live to the end of the tribulation. Um, I think you have the wrong goal. If your goal is to try to die for Christ, that's a good goal. If your goal is to try to win as many souls, that's a good goal. Try to just live long, that's that's not our goal. Our goal should be to serve the Lord. And then whenever he decides to take us home, that's fine by us. I think that's the right goal, that's the right attitude. So anyway, America falls on about somewhere right in here, which is about... Five months before Jesus returns. Four or five months, somewhere in there. Now, let me go to the next thing I wanted to cover. Okay, now I want to continue talking about Vicki Goforth Parnell. Now, this is only about 27 minutes, and I could get on here and read what she says, but in this particular case, I think it's better for you to actually go and find her and actually watch this. So I'm going to give you where to find her uh, prophetic dreams and visions, from my lovely Jesus, these hidden devices, revealed dream 825-2021, that's what it's called, and I can't say exactly where you go to find it. So you have to take just a minute, and I'll pause for a second and let you write this down so you can go and find it. You can probably just go there and search for hidden devices or, or Vicky Goforth Parnell. So let me give you that again. This is her name. And now, what is she talking about? She's talking about two things. First thing is she's talking about this device. This is her drawing. And from everything she says, my humble opinion, my not qualified to give uh, opinions in this particular case, I think it is a releasing a biological agent, a, a, a substance, whether it is a chemical, whether it is a bug, I don't know, but it's designed to kill a lot of people. And she explains that what this device is done is it, she enters a code and then it has shows five minutes on there. And then he ties that to his cell phone. So apparently it is um, activated by cell phone and then it has a timing device set to five minutes on it. Now, I believe 
that the it's supposed to be put in a pipe, a windpipe. And then the, the air flows this direction from left to right. And this is my guess that the substance, be it chemical or bug, wherever it is, comes out of here, and it's designed to flow and get in the airstream and kill a lot of people. Now, again, I don't think it's a prophecy. I think that we can stop it, but we have to pray. So one of the things we're asking people to do is let's pray that these biological devices are not used. And this is what she drew here. This is another picture of the device. And this is a device or kind of like a um, a big pipe she saw that was opened up and the device was placed in there. So probably, this is my guess, the wind or the air flows this way. The device is put in here. And as the wind flows around, this releases the agent, whatever it might be, into the wind or into the air. Now, the next thing she did not have a drawing for, but she described it exactly what you would call a suitcase nuke. So, again, we need to pray against these things, my brothers and sisters, that they will not come to pass. I also need to say something else. Um, (laughs) Prophecy Club didn't survive by offering books and things like that. We survive by your gifts and your donations. And right now there is a really, really big need. I I hesitate to tell you what the need is. I just, I believe God will speak to your heart. But there's a really big need within the ministry right now. Um, one of them is about $40,000. Um, I, I, I just, I feel a check in my spirit. I shouldn't, I shouldn't release what it is. I'm just saying that there is a need. We need, I'll say it has to do with our building, has to do with what God has called us to do, has to do with feeding a lot of people. So there you go. So it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. It's an expansion thing. So if you're, God has blessed you and you feel like this ministry is something that needs to go forth, if you could help us now would be a really good time. That's probably all I should say. And thank you very much for responding to these calls, which I don't do very often, but when I do, you've really responded and thank you and God bless you. Now, let me jump to another issue here. This, this is a loaf of bread that I made. And it is my opinion that the best famine food is actually wheat, or specifically bread. This is a a loaf that I actually cooked, which is a a normal loaf of bread slice would be about this big. I've showed you that in one of the other videos if you saw that. But this is actually a three-pound loaf where most of your loaves in your stores are just, they're all air, okay? And they're only a one-pound loaf. But this is actually food. Uh, two slices of this feeds a person for a day. One of these uh, loaves feeds a person for a week, which the actual cost is in the ballpark of like $4. So can you imagine feeding a person for a week for $4, but you can do it with wheat? This is the, the Joseph Kitchen way. Now, here's the website. What I suggest you do is go to josephskitchen.com. Let me kind of walk you through it. If you'll notice up here, it says current estimated shipping time, 12 to 18 days. Now, those of you that don't know, you might be saying, well, I have to wait 12 to 18 days to have it shipped. If you'll go to some of the other um, Patriot Foods places, the other long-term storage food, the other survival food places, some of them have on their website, when you go there, we are now filling orders for October. <laughs> so they aren't days behind, they're months behind. 
So actually, when we're saying we're going to be able to ship it out to you in 12 to 18 days now, that's really good. That's really good. Now, let me explain what you got here. Okay, so there's the machines package, food for one, food for two, food for four, food for six. Here's the way it works. Here's what's in the machines package. See, what we're all about is getting you the wheat, which you put into a mill, then it turns to flour. You put with the other ingredients, put that wheat into a bread machine, push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot steaming of loaf of bread. You don't have to knead anything. You don't have to cook anything. It's all done for you. That's the machine's package. We get you a bread maker, a mill, even give you a bread slicer and a knife, a thermometer, a set of beakers, everything you need to be able to make your own bread. That's the machine package. Everybody wants one of those. Now, we we'll also have two food for two people one year, 1000 bucks. You're talking about feeding a person for a year for $500. Yes, just in terms of just food cost. Yes. Now, you've got to have the machines package to do it. So total, we're in the ballpark around $2,000. That's about 1000 bucks a year. Now, compare that. Most of the other places out there offering long-term storage food cost between nine dollars and $10,000 a person per year. You got that? Nine dollars or $10,000 for one person for one year. Nine or ten thousand dollars, one person, one year, and at Joseph Kitchen, we can show you how to do it for thousand dollars a person. Okay, now there's better news. You can compare that to twenty thousand dollars. You can also go there. Food for four people for one year is two thousand dollars. That's five hundred dollars a year. I don't think anybody can touch that. And this is what what all of the emails coming into us are saying. What? This is fabulous. This is God. This is God's famine food, just like in the days of Joseph and Pharaoh. It was wheat that fed people, fed the world for seven years. And then a six for one. In other words, if you have six people you need to feed for a year, here it is. Feeding six people for a year for $3,000? Are you kidding? <laughs> Go check it out. You can compare that. Normally, it costs you $60,000. You can do it at Joseph's Kitchen for 3000 bucks. Now, you've got to have the mechanicals. Now, we've also just added one person, one year. So if you get the mechanicals, and if you have this, you're talking, yeah, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars $1,500 in that kind of a ballpark for a person to survive for a whole year. Can't touch it. Can't touch it any place that I've seen anyway. Let me also point out one of the advantages the way we do this. When we ship out our wheat, it doesn't come in bags like everyone else. Because when it comes in bags, it's subject to humidity and bugs and mice and rats and all kinds of things. Besides that, the shelf life's only about 12 months on that. Whereas what we do, we send it out in 100 milliliter thick buckets. They're made of black. Is it black? That way there's no light gets into it. Has a greater shelf life, stackable four high. Nitrogen removes, uh, it's actually nitrogen packed, removes the moisture and kills most of the bugs and, and that sort of thing. It also comes in a pour spout. You don't have to take the lid off. You just open up the pour spout, pour out what you need, probably pour it into another container that you keep it in your house, probably keep this out in your garage or something. Don't put it up in your attic. It needs to stay in a climate-controlled area in your house. Also, as a result of this, because it's in a pail and it's nitrogen-packed, the shelf life one place says is seven to 10 years, but another lady emailed me and said, no, 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 she's had some for 25 years. So keeping a cool, dry place, I recommend you start making bread immediately. And I'd also recommend you go to josephskitchen.com, josephskitchen.com. 
If you need some kind of precious metals, we'll send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. If you need an, an EMP device, we'll send you to empshield.com. Promo code there is PROPHECY. Now, I need to tell you about an upcoming meeting that Leslie and I have been invited to, and I want to invite you to come to it, too. So this lady out of Columbia, Missouri, has contacted us and asked Leslie and I to come and speak at a GLOW. Now, many of you know that it was once called Women's GLOW, but this is both men and women speak. Don't get concerned about the name there. It's going to be us speaking at the meeting. Now, Who's Leslie? Well, Leslie is my wife. She's a prophet, and she's a real prophet. She's not a blessed prophet. She is a prophet like under the Old Testament prophets. She's going to be talking on finding the courage to lead as a warrior and a second talk stuck in a rut hut. Now, the first one is kind of giving us courage to fortify our heart for the difficult times coming. The second one is how to not get down and depressed in the trouble that's coming. And she's also got a meeting coming up, Train the Prophets. While it's not all just for prophets, it's for anyone that wants to be trained as a minister. And it's coming up April 21 to April 24. You go to traintheprophets.com, find out all about it. Then I'm going to be talking on two topics later on that afternoon. Noah's Ark confirms the Bible. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I talked about it briefly. I'm going to be showing you pictures and everything. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, show you what the mark of the beast looks like, the number of his name, and all of that. Now, if you want to go, it's April 2nd, 2022. Doors open at 9. I'll speak. Actually, Les talks from about 10 to about noon, and I take from about 1 to 5 in there. Registration is $25. That includes lunch. It's at the Drury Plaza Hotel, Columbia East. You do have to call and make reservations. So to do that, go to prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com I encourage you to sign up for Train the Prophets training class that will be April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. It's not just for prophets, nor is it just for apostles. It's for all those that are called to be in ministry. So that's April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. Go to traintheprophets.com. Sign up quickly because there is a limited seating. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.